there is a garden. Rather unremarkable in everything, aside perhaps the bushes of roses covered in blooms of all colors and sizes, filling the air with a sweetness only comparable in intensity to the presence of a particularly annoying vape smoker. Except actually pleasant. Gentle bird song flows on the breeze most days as the bees scuttle from one blossom to another, as typical for a garden. While numerous, the roses themselves aren't particularly special either, really. Nor are the tall, lush trees. Uh, nor are the tall, lush trees surrounding them, blocking the area from view of curious eyes, but quite usual for the village. Truly, there's nothing remarkable or out of the ordinary about the garden at all. Except, maybe, from its owners. One of which was quite busy that morning, fighting through a somewhat tangled mess of bushes that suggested somebody forgot the autumn trim last year and was therefore left to curse, failing miserably as they were to get to the balcony. Stupid, bloody green snakes, get off of me! Danko! Down here! What are you doing? Your stupid roses are trying to kill me again. Then stop being mean to them. We've been over this. What are you even... Why are you covered in blood? What? Oh, <laughs> stub my toe? Ash? What happened? Where's the shovel? In the basement. Great, thanks. Parkour! I'm fine. Wait. Don't touch anything. No promises. Dana could easily have questioned the many, many things questionable about her partner's behavior, which, while not entirely out of the ordinary, was rather more bloody than usual. But she didn't. Alright, what sort of shovel do you need? The sort that goes in the dirt? Don't know what I expected. Are you... Going weeding, planting, deplo. Oh, you're burying a body, aren't you? I'm burying a body. Of course you are. Do you need help? I need a shovel. I'll help. Ashtaroth had many strengths, and he would list them out tirelessly if given the chance. Whether they were generally accepted as positive by society was another question entirely. One that they never bothered to ask. Dana, on the other hand, considered her main strength the love she felt. For her lovers, for her family, for nature. Her next main strength was being able to deal with whatever BS her partners came up with on any given day. Which was, in the end, what led her to follow Ash to the garden. The bloodied menace took to carrying the tools, so all Dana had to do was ask the roses politely to move aside so that they may pass, which they did, because she was infinitely better at asking politely than Ash would ever be. That said, it was a slow walk. Care to tell me what happened? I failed to train my dragon. <sighs> Alright, what's the plan? First, get the corpse. Then, dig a hole for the corpse. Pack the corpse full of yogurt and sugar, and chuck it into the hole. Cover the corpse in the hole, walk away, Coco. That... 
sounds very simple. In and out mission, what could go wrong? Well, now I'm not going. <laughs> In the end, they managed to reach the end of the garden, right where their land ended and the forest began. Neither of them ever bothered to set up a fence, since the only creatures that ever came from that side were the Fae, and those didn't really care about things like fences anyways. If Dana noticed the unusual lack of life, such as birdsong or bug screeching, she didn't let it show. Her mind was more interested in another matter altogether. Okay, how far still? Not, not far enough to meet your ex. He's not my ex. Might want to tell him that. <laughs> we won't meet him, I promise. Okay. There, see those charred trees? Why do you always set the trees on fire? Not my fault this time. Of course it's not. The charred trees in question were a black spot just ahead, where the greenery formed a surprisingly regular circle with a rather pleasant moss carpet. Perfect for a picnic. Hell, it used to be. Before Ash turned the entire place to, well, Ash. <sighs> Alright, where's the body? In the center? That's a body? It used to be. It looks like a clump of... Ashtoroth? Yeah? That's not human. Are you sure? Quite positive. Hm. Weird. Ash? I'm pretty sure it's human. Humans don't generally have horns. Could be a goat? Ash? Yeah? Did you summon another demon? Maybe? Ash? I, I swear, I did everything right this time. I have no idea why it attacked me. Because you summoned it. I offered an exchange. For the love of... You know what? Let's just... Let's bury this demon before Denya gets here. Speaking of which, every polycule has a sane person. Ashtaroth's and Danas was Denyek who worked overtime to make sure his partners didn't take over the world and subsequently set it on fire. Don't worry, he'll join them soon enough. Whether he'll be sane afterwards, though, well. Some things even an omnipresent disembodied voice can't answer. So, what was it this time? What? Well, what did you need to summon a demon for? Oh, uh wanted to sell my soul or something. Ash. I'm sick of being the only one who can't control their gift. Oh, Ashy, dear. I know. It's okay. I know it's not important in that I don't have to master it. It's just... Whenever the plants listen to you, or as Danyak borrows the sun's rays at night, you just look so complete. I just wanted to know what that's like. Well, it's wonderful. Like finally taking a breath after 
holding it for a while or letting your hair down after a long day. But, Ashy, if it gets you hurt, then it's not worth finding the relief, okay? You just miss using it whenever you left the gift dormant. I know. But, if you want to figure it out, anyways, don't try alone. Let one of us help you. Okay. Now come here. Feeling better? Mm-hmm. Good. Now, should we finish burying this corpse and get some cocoa? That sounds awesome. When's Danyak returning, anyways? Uh, what time is it? The sun is getting low, I guess around seven? Oh no. Oh no. Have you ever heard the saying, Speak of the devil and he shall enter? The same applies to boyfriends. Dono? Ashi? Oh, oh no. no. Are you out there? Uh, right here. Follow my voice. All right, what do we do? Deny everything. Hey, how are my favorite humans doing today? Why are you looking at me like that? Stenyak glanced down. Upon seeing the flayed and fried corpse, he did the only reasonable thing that came to mind and backed away immediately. Nope, not dealing with that today. Wait, uh, it's not what it looks like. It looks like a dead body. Okay, maybe it is what it looks like. And why are you covered in blood? I sneezed during my period. Asheroth. I'm sorry. Okay, let's calm down. Explanations can wait. Will you help us get rid of it? Are you seriously asking me to help you bury a body? Yes. Why are you surprised? I'll let you two talk this out, okay? Okay. Why is it every time I leave I come back to absolute chaos? Okay, now you're being rude. Here, grab the shovel. Oh great, I'm an accessory to a crime now. And not a pretty one either. For the record, this isn't healthy behavior and I hate it. Alright, you can judge us later. What even happened? Well... Oh, you know, just two best friends hiding a body. Ash, we're dating. You'll always be my bro before You're I... You're absolutely sure you want to finish that sentence? I'll just go back to chopping. Good call. That doesn't really answer my question. Ash was experimenting with... Is uh, he they right now? With his gift. And things got out of hand. Oh, thank fuck. So it's not human. That again. was one time. It's not human. At least that explains the blood. The demon attacked him. That's his blood? Only the red parts, I think. But why? He was trying to practice the gift to see what it felt like to control it. Oh. Yeah. But that's... Yeah. But that would just cause him pain after a while. It's... It's not like he can summon a demon every day. I know that. Then why... That's why I was trying to summon a familiar. Both Dana and Zdenek looked to where Ashtaroth was busy chopping up the demon corpse into pieces. 
he didn't look up at them. Actually, really smart. How long have you been considering this? A while now. It's a moot point anyways. I failed. Again. Might as well give up. Oh, honey, no, don't say that. No, you were right. I don't actually need to use it. It's summoning demons. How is that useful anyways? So I'll just not do it. Ashi, that's not what I meant, darling. I was just worried you'd get hurt. Whatever she said, I'm sure she didn't want you to give up on what you want. Neither of us want that. Well, what I want just set the forest on fire again today, so... Accidents happen, honey. Remember when I accidentally locked us in because the vines grew too fast overnight? And I set this place on fire so many times back when I was trying to learn how to summon the sun rays. It's a wonder there's anything left for you to burn at all. <laughs> right. And besides, maybe you're just a step away from succeeding. We can help you get there. I'm sure you'll get the best familiar out there. I wouldn't get to choose what it is, you know. It needs to come by itself. I stand by my statement. <laughs> so, no talk about giving up. Okay? Alright. Good. Now, let's bury this sucker and go home. Good idea, it's getting dark already. Stanny? Yeah, yeah. Can we please get some light here? Thank you. Ah, I can see! Much better. Hey, Danko? Yep. Why are we digging? Because you summoned a demon and we're trying to dispose of its corpse. No, yeah, I know that. I meant, why are we digging when you can just ask the roots to help? You didn't even think of that, did you? Well, neither did you until now. I'm not the one with flowers you growing out of there. You two sure are testing the waters with your sentences today. Or maybe we could stop yelling and finish what we're doing before the corpse attracts more demons. Yeah, okay. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> All right, let me just... Okay. Hello there. I'm Donna. We need some help digging a massive hole to bury something in. Would you please help us? Do you think the demon blood will be good fertilizer? Uh, I mean, it shouldn't be bad. No, he said it's not bad. Okay, that works. Uh, let's step away for a bit. Okay. As the earth began to shake, Roots shot out of the burned moss, twisting and rising like a creature older than time come to swallow everything. Until it suddenly stopped. It was as if the world itself froze, leaving only the sound of their own breathing, as all three humans shared wide-eyed looks, before the roots retreated back into the depths they came from, leaving only a massive chasm in the center of the circle. So, uh, does anybody want to drag a stinking dead body with me? Thought you'd never ask. I worry about you two. But yes, I want to drag the dead demon to its grave with you.
<laughs> Thank you. That was fun. It was decidedly not. Aw, oh, you know you'd have fun. I was seriously regretting not being in work for a while there. You'd miss this if we were normal. The world would weep with joy. Dunkel? Are you too aware just how in love with you I am? Oh, <laughs> we love you too. You know what we should do now? Celebrate. Sounds amazing. What have you in mind, Medady? Hot cocoa and ice cream. And movies. Please, something with no demons. I'm really sick of demons. No promises! Oh, wait for me. Oh, damn it, wait. I'm the only source of light. <laughs> <laughs> and so, with joy and laughter, and screaming at the TV, ended one adventure of a certain family in a certain unassuming garden that wasn't special in any way. I could say this is where their story ends, but that would be a lie. For now, though, they fell asleep in their normal little house, listening to nothing but the silent TV static and each other's heartbeat. After all, there would be another adventure and a new catastrophe waiting soon, as it always was, and they would deal with it as it comes, as they always do. And in the end, that's all that matters. Hi there! Tranthologies is a trans anthology podcast distributed by the Listless Network and produced by Alex Abrahams. Behind the Bloody Garden was written and directed by Katarzyna Dech Andriskova. Me. Hi! It was edited by Jordan Henriksen with music composed by Lee Grierson and Jordan Henriksen. In today's episode, you heard the voices of Katarzyna Dech Andriskova as the narrator, Moira Juliet Scott as Danka, Zoe Davis as Ashtaroth, and Summer Meyer as Zdeniak. Tomorrow's episode is Whale Bones by Kyla Bell, so, you know, plan accordingly. But until then, remember, if you have to become an accessory to a crime, make sure to look glam as heck. Bye!